welcome to You Are The Magic. I'm Alexis Jane, founder and CEO. I help my clients build bulletproof confidence to build the life of their dreams by creating boss babe mindset and strategies that actually work. I believe you are the creator of your own destiny with courage, determination, and deep desire to change your world. Anything is possible. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome back to You Are The Magic. Today, I have the beautiful Blair Koch from The Alternative Board, and I'm really excited to jump into her story that has really grown ever since she's been little, being in business with her dad. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. So what was your magical story in falling in love with business over the last 21 years? So I grew up in business, so to speak. My dad was a, an entrepreneur. He, he could sell anything to anybody in, a, in an ethical way, of course. And as a kid, I used to like go into his office and help him out. And that was like such a big deal for me, even though what I did was trivial, but I was with him and I was helping him and it felt really good, but I learned so much about business from him. And as I've grown, I mean, business is just fun. I love business. I'm passionate about business. It's really hard. No mistakes there, right? But it's fun. It's super rewarding. And there's always a solution. You know, some solutions are better than others. But in business, whether you have a service business or you're manufacturing something, you're making something, right? The value that you're bringing with your offer is how you create wealth. And that's how wealth is made. That's how right? It's not made on a printer. (laughs) So, you know, in what you do, what you offer, right? That's how you create your own wealth. And then that's how you can take that wealth and you give it back to the world at large, whatever your world at large is, but it's hard, but it's super fun and it's amazing people and it's fascinating businesses too. So I love everything that you said. And before we jumped on, you said you loved business. And I was like, yep, (laughs) (laughs) this is the conversation that I want to have. Because business, I feel, is so much fun. And I grew up watching my dad building a business and then I've watched my older sister building a business. Even though she's 19 months older than me, she's not like super older than me, but (laughs) she has developed and grown her business and the things that she has done. And when you make business fun and you make it a game because it is hard anything that we do there's always going to be a challenge there's always going to be something that we have to move through whether whether it's emotional or you know troubleshooting something that's happening in the business but making it fun when you said business is fun I was like yes (laughs) it can be fun and I think that we put so much pressure on it needing to be something other than that right and I think another thing that happens which it seems obvious, but in the moment it isn't, which is people who, especially business owners, but even those who aren't, you know, owners, they stress about things. They're concerned about things, about problems, which is totally fair. But most of the stuff that we stress and concern about is completely outside of our control. We cannot control what goes on in the world outside of whether it's interest rates or, you know, economic unrest, social unrest, I mean, it's all out of our control. But there's a ton of stuff that's within our control. And that's where we need to focus our energies. Um, and, and I see that a lot. I'm like, why are you all stressed and worried about that? Oh, well, it could be. I'm like, you can't do anything about that. 
let's focus on you and your business and the things that you can make a difference on and, and impact. And it's, it's a switch in how you're thinking, but it's like very enlightening. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. And it's funny, just before we jumped on, I, was, I got a message from a girl who's just connected with me and she was asking, how's business gone in COVID? So it's actually flourished in COVID. And there was so much noise around um, people losing their jobs and doing all bits and pieces of all of the things. But what I found within my circle of people is that the people that have always niggly wanted to have a business and was so scared to jump in, it forced them to pivot and actually jump and say yes. And, they, and it's like it was the best thing they ever did. They invested a decent chunk of cash in themselves to build their business and they wouldn't have changed it for the world, but it was that pivot, that thing that they took control of themselves going, well, I don't know if I'm actually going to have a job in the next four, six, 12 <laughs> weeks. I don't know what's going to happen. The world didn't know what was going to happen. But what they did is exactly what you just said, was take control of what they can take control of because being in a business, being working for somebody else, you don't really have too much control if they're going to lay you off or not. That's right. And, and your growth is sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes limited, especially in the small to mid-sized business, because there's only so much room to grow and, and you can do a great job and, and give back, but you know, there's caps. Whereas if you're doing your own thing, your limit is your imagination and, and your willingness to take a little bit of a risk. I mean, it's scary to make that leap that you just described, but if you don't take the leap, you're not going to get the rewards or learn from the mistakes. Yeah, and what I found fascinating that it was that they always had this niggle but so scared to leap until they were actually forced to leap because they had no other option either to go back into corporate and look for another job and go through that whole process or do something that they're passionate about and that they love and create the dream life that they've wanted to create because we had really nowhere else to go other than being in the house. Exactly. <laughs> Can only do so many puzzles and <laughs> <laughs> and watch so many movies before you're just like, oh, I'm bored now. I need to be doing something. Yeah. <laughs> so over the years of you in business and you've mentioned that business can be hard and there's challenges and there's problems to always be solving, what's one of the things that you've moved through that has been hard in business? So first, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer that, but it, potentially in a different way. Um, so when we have problems, which are often just opportunities disguised as something else, depending on your point of view, we tend to focus on the problem. We focus on what's broke, what's not working, what right. I mean, we look at it from a negative perspective typically, um, but we look at the problem. And oftentimes that problem or the obstacle is in fact the solution, which is a little twisted, <laughs> but it's looking at something from a different perspective. So just a silly but simple example. So a gentleman I was just working with, he's trying to get, he's got a complicated business, but it's a super cool business. It's it's profitable, but understanding how he does business is is diff different, it's interesting, and it's in the medical field, medical industry. And so he's trying to get some money. He needs capital to keep investing in the business to, to keep growing to meet the demand. And his the banks, I mean, banks just look at things 
P&L, balance sheet, receivables, right? <laughs> I mean, and so they don't really peel back and look at the the true way he does business and how he makes money. And so they keep saying, no, 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 you can't have any money. And so he's talking about this. I'm like, okay, so the banks are the obstacle. It's also the solution. Let's forget about the banks, <laughs> right? The opportunity is the capital to grow the business. There's lots of other places to go and get capital. There's tons of money out there and it's pretty cheap money these days too. And so we get stuck in this, traditional way of thinking, need money, go to the bank, go to the SBA, or I don't know if you have that in Australia, but I mean, the government equivalent of obtaining money, like there's, there's lots of third parties, uh, private equity groups. I mean, there's a lot of money out there. And so you just have to like, look at it a little differently and be like, what's the real problem? (laughs) Because in that is the opportunity and the solution. 100%. And it's really funny before we jumped on, I always write myself little notes of things that are flying through into my experience. And sometimes I don't really understand why I need to write it or where it's come from. And at the top of my page, it says daily money. And it says money is always available to me. (laughs) (laughs) That is excellent. Money Um, is always available. And this is one thing that I work with with my clients is money is so easy to attract. It's what you do on the back end of where the money goes when it comes into your experience. True. True. Um, but I think just to kind of go back to your original question, right? Some of the stuff that I've worked through. Um, so full transparency, I'm like just a risk taker. If anything, I'll jump before I think things through fully. Um, and touch wood, yeah, right. I mean, touch wood, I've always landed on my feet and I've done well. And and you know, a lot of it's intuitive on on my part, but um working through those things, part of it is that willingness to take the risk. And a really big part is thinking outside the box. So if everybody else is going to the left, right, but I'm going to go the other way because I don't want to be everybody else. I right. I mean, then I'm swimming with all the little fishies, <laughs> and I don't want to be the little fish. I want to be the big fish. So it's kind of thinking about what makes you unique and and the biggest. You know, I used to say the biggest word in the English language was if. I've replaced that with why. Why do you do what you do and keep peeling back the layers of the onion? Why will people pay you for this? What's the value, right? And so that's how you just work through this stuff. And in doing that, you're going to gain clarity around a lot of other things. So just like be bold. And one thing you said, ask a better question, get a better answer. Why am I doing this and what? And what's the value that I'm giving is so powerful because why is it not working? Why does shitty things keep happening to me? Well, the universe is going to keep showing you those things. If you ask right. a different question to why, why did I decide to do this because of blah, 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 and dropping into back into self to the transformation or the results that you're going to be able to get for the people that come into your world or what's the product and service that's going to help that person who's purchasing it from you. And, and I think there's one other message um, for your the bulk of your audience here, which is the female listeners. So mindset and beliefs are so important in every aspect of what you do, every aspect of your life, right? We, I mean, we all have our belief systems. Sometimes we have limiting beliefs, which stop us or put things in our way from getting things done. And 
the woman thing, whatever. I mean, you're just as smart and just as capable as anybody else. You put your pant legs on one at a time, just like the other guy. Um, You know, there's differences between us, which is good because we both bring uh, different perspectives and strengths to the table. But the belief and the finger pointing and the negativity around the male counterparts, you're hurting yourself. And, And sometimes those men can be the best partners and mentors and colleagues, right? Whatever, uh, strategic partners that you can have. So you're, we're just as good as they are. We're just as smart. We're just as capable. So just do it. And might you get, you know, the remark a time or two? Okay. Yeah, whatever. Right. That's their problem, not yours. I love that you brought that up because I believe that every person, male or female, has the same potential to do anything that we choose to do. Agreed. Yeah, absolutely. We all have the same potential. The thing that I have noticed in my business with working with women is they're more, they want to ask for permission right. without making the decision. So start becoming more of a decision maker and, and follow your intuition. And I said this um, yesterday, the day before, one of my clients who's now a client, but when we're on the strategy call, her face was like, mm, mm, when I told her the price, and I said, what's going on? She said, I was just about to say I need to ask my husband for permission for me to build my business. <laughs> I went, oh, how interesting. She said, I know. I'm like, so what's the answer? She said, send me the invoice. <laughs> <laughs> And and there's a back half to what you said, because it's so true. And you're going to make mistakes and be grateful for them. And it's okay. Because, yeah, you're going to learn from them. I mean, not everything is going to work. That's a guarantee. I I just, I'm going to tell you, you're going to make mistakes, but don't beat yourself up for it, right? Be like, okay, didn't work. What about it did work? If it didn't work, why didn't it work? And learn from it so that you can either make corrections or the next time you do something, right, you're going to have that information. Um, But, um, you know, we have this thing about, okay, we're going to set these goals. I have to achieve all 100% 100 of these goals. If if you do that, that's you're, you're holding yourself back because then it's too easy. You should be okay achieving... Um, 60% of your goals or 70% of your goals, right? Because those others that you don't achieve, you're going to learn from and it's going to make you better and stronger. So yes, make the decision yourself and just do it um, to promote Nike, but (laughs) just do it, take that leap. But then, you know, when, if something doesn't work out, that's okay. Just use it as a growing moment, as a growth opportunity. 100%. One thing that I learned when I very first got into the personal development world, I was working for a personal development company. My boss came over, I was in tears, I was doing cold calling and it was horrendous. And she said, all I want you to do is fail as fast as you can. I want you to draw a line down the middle of the page and then a line at the top of the page. On one side, write what's working and on the other side, write what's not working. And then everything that's working, track it. Anything that's not working, go, how can I improve on that? And like the best thing that anyone has ever told me, fail fast, have fun with it, track what's working and what's not working, and then figure out how the things that are not working, how to make them better to be working or scrap them completely. I was like, 
magic. Exactly. Totally agree. Totally agree. And then just another thing I just thought of when you were uh, saying that when you're working with people, whether they're partners or customers or employees or friends or, you know, whatever that is, make sure that you surround yourself with people who are different than you. Like we naturally attract people who are like us, you know, um, you know, I can tell Alexis, both you and I we're like, go, 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 do, do, get it done, <laughs> which is great. But there's also weaknesses to that too. Right. So, so also surround yourself with people who think differently, communicate differently, do things differently because they're going to like, be like, whoa, Blair, wait a minute. What about? And, and so that's a healthy dynamic. Those are healthy conversations to have. So, good. Yes, yes, totally agree. So how do people get in contact with you? What do you have to offer? What are all the things that you do? Because I just love your energy and everything about you. Thank you. Um, well, you can start uh, with um, just Google Blair Koch, K-O-C-H, and I'll come up in LinkedIn. You'll see a, a number of different things. You can also go to uh, tabdenverwest.com, T-A-B, Denver, D-E-N-V-E-R, west.com. You'll see a bunch of um, offerings. And so, you know, the types of stuff I do when I talk to people, I don't have a particular offer in mind. I'm like, I, here, here's you, you're in the center of the circle. I just want to understand what you do, who you are, what your needs are. And if there's stuff I can help you with from, you know, leadership, development, growth, exit planning, people, hiring, firing, training, right? Whatever. I'll do that. If there's things that aren't in my wheelhouse, I'm going to be like, I got it. I know so-and-so. And I'm going to introduce you to these two or three people. They're going to help you. Um, but if it's around business, I can definitely help you out. And if it's, you know, kind of life stuff, how do I just get my life together? I'm happy to have that conversation too. I love that. And I love how you said that if you can't help, you know people that can help them. And I think that that's such an abundant prosperity energy and it's so beautiful. And as soon as I switched over from, what if I introduce this person, they're going to like them better more than me. And I had this full-blown judgment around myself, like they're going to like them and not me and blah, blah, blah. But there's more than enough for everybody. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, like, and even if we're not meant to do business together, right, I still want to refer business if I can um, or partners or whatever. So that is, to your point, Alexis, right, it's, there's an abundance of everything. There's plenty of opportunity. So, yeah. Love that. Love that. And is there anything that we've missed or that you'd like to tell the listeners? Is there any, is there a book that you kind of go, like your go-to book that has kind of helped you along your journey? Oh, wow. No, way too many books. Um, but <laughs> I, agree. I, I will. Um, and, and this one's going to sound a little bit quirky to you guys, perhaps, but one of the best ways to learn is in, in reading books or listening to books or podcasts or whatever is look back in history. Today, the world we live in, it's, it's glorious, right? I mean, I'm not saying it's perfect, but compared to what it used to be when, you know, there was famine and um, health issues and low, I, mean, right? I mean, like we really live it. We have a really good life. But if you read about history, leaders in history, you're going to learn a ton about what they did, how they did it, their perspectives, how they treated people. Um, and it's very insightful. Um, and it doesn't have to all be great leaders, right? Or it doesn't have to be great people. Um, 
but there's obviously been many, many fabulous um, leaders and history and things to go take a look at. Um, so that's a really great way to learn and get ideas in terms of what's already happened in the past. That's powerful. <laughs> that's really powerful because success leaves, success leaves clues. It does. And working out what works best for you because not every strategy, every system, everything is going to work for you. And I love how you said that you like to know where and what, like there's no cookie cutter system for each and individual. Everyone has their own system of doing things. And we've all had a different life being to where we are right now, which means that looking at it differently and unpacking and unraveling. I had a conversation with a guy last night. I was asking what kind of person he wants to bring into his world. And he said, powerful influencer, blah, blah, blah. And I said, well, where do you feel that you're being an influencer? Well, I don't want to be an influencer. <laughs> well, that's interesting. I'm like, well, if you don't want to be an influencer, then why are you in business? But his idea of an influencer is Instagram, posting every day, all of the things. And I was like, huh, perspective is everything really, isn't it? Because an influencer to me is someone who is doing the work, whether it's in front of the camera, behind the camera, but doing the work and influencing people's lives. And he still had things to say and then we finally unpacked it. But it was quite amusing because I was like, perspective is everything and one word could mean something completely different to somebody else. Absolutely. Yeah, ab- absolutely. And so that's the learn from others but think for yourself. Like what's yeah. important to you, your character, your uh, spirituality, you, right? I mean, that's, that's what it's all about. Like why do you get up in the morning? You have a purpose. We all have a purpose, right? You said it earlier, everybody, man or woman, right? We all have this great potential, you know? So what's your why, right? Mine is to get up and touch lives, transform people's businesses and their lives so they can lead the rich, rewarding life they deserve. That's my give back because then they give back, right? Um, But we all have to have a why. Yeah, and it's that ripple effect. It is. It's the ripple effect and... You don't know what you're actually doing when you're touching somebody's life. I've saved marriages. I've saved my clients from going bankrupt. Even though they're still investing money to work with me, they stop them from going bankrupt, building relationships, having relationships break down for the higher good of the person. Not that either one of them were bad people. They just don't match together as a partnership. Time to move on. And being able to break up consciously but in a really loving way just knowing that that's not supposed to be. And that's the one thing that I love about the transformation and getting up and knowing that you're touching someone's life to shift and change it. And I know even with these podcasts, I get messages all the time going, hey, I've been listening to your podcast. Thank you so much. So-and-so I heard it was magical and amazing and I just it's changed the way that I view life now. And so you don't know where you are or what you're doing, but when you continue to show up and do the work, you don't know how you're shifting and changing somebody's life. And, and that's, you know, that's part of, um, I mean, it's very obvious, Alexis, you love what you do. <laughs> I mean, it just, right, it reverberates out. And when you love what you do, everything else that needs to happen will happen. 100%. 100%. Oh, my God, I could sit here and talk to you all. <laughs> I know. All morning, <laughs> afternoon, morning, wherever everyone is in the world. <laughs> Still morning over here. thank you so much for spending some time with me today and sharing all of your wisdom and goodness over the last 21 years that you've had in business and that business can be fun 
it can be hard, it can be fun, it can be all of the things and being able to refer people and knowing that there's abundance of love and prosperity out there. And I love that you touched on, I know that the way that I explained it, um, that everyone has the same potential and I love that you touched on men and women, how we are all the same. I think that was really beautiful, so thank you. We have come to the end of another epic interview. If you would like to see more of what I am up to, head over to my Facebook page, Instagram, LinkedIn, and let's connect. Because I love gifting people who are dedicated to their transformation, when you like and tag me in an episode at the end of every week, I choose one lucky listener to have a free session with myself or one of my guests. Thank you again for tuning in. I am Alexis Jane. Remember, you are the magic.